Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The driver's seat. Good start. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Welcome to the driver's seat. It's a Wednesday night, which means it is time to talk all things motorsport. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, how are you going? We are good. Matty, are, are you struggling good. with that chair, Matty? No, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm not struggling with the chair. In fact, I'm not struggling with the chair or the microphone or anything. Tonight, and I actually, have, I actually, yeah, I've left my phone in the car, uh, and I actually have uh, both of my screens up here too. So. I can look at texts. I can look at other bits and pieces while I'm working. This is fantastic because, you know, we've got a a stellar guest on for our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters. Asking Mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice, an Aussie motorsport legend, a Hall of Famer, and even one of those Queen's birthday honours lists. But we've got to get, let's just get straight to our guest, shall we? But we can't do it without playing his intro. John Bow wins the 1994 Tui's 1000. Dick Johnson is absolutely jubilant, as you'd expect. The grand final has been dominated by this man, John Bauer, the new national champion. He continues to race with pride today. It's race victory 100 for John Bauer in the Touring Car Masters. Making his glorious return to the driver's seat, please welcome back the one and only John Bauer. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I mean, I learned a lot of things from Stevie's dad. And one of his very favourite sayings was, it brings a tear to a glass eye. And listening to that stuff, it really does. I think it brings a tear to all of our eye, JB, because it's a hark back to racing. And, of course, none of us have been racing or doing anything really to no. do with racing. So we've all got tears in our eyes, glass and or otherwise. But, mate... Um, You've been, I know we're not racing and Stevie J's not racing. I'm not racing. None of us are racing, but you have actually been busy, haven't you? Because you, if you, if you jump on YouTube at the moment. He's become an influencer. You are a dead set influencer because if you jump online and you put JB's track tips, you will pop up with your own YouTube channel. How good. Yeah, I know. And I know. And it's because. Mostly created by boredom, to be honest. But um, <laughs> there's not much to do, you know. Like we, uh, you guys are free and easy up there. You, 
you have no idea what's going on down here, to be honest. No, we don't. No, we don't, and, in fairness. And we are so jealous of you. And everybody wants to go to Queensland to live. So the, the population of Melbourne is diminishing rapidly. But um, I, with, with um, help from uh, Bruce Morrison, who, who's uh, the Mobile One distributor, and from Dale Britton, who obviously you know because your wife works for him, mm-hmm. we decided to do some, some sort of just some little videos about how do you get into track days because there's so many guys around now that, that have got nice cars or even not so nice cars but have no way to use them. You know, you, you, the, I don't know about Queensland, but Victoria, there's a, a speed camera almost on every tree. Yep. Uh, and the speed limits go from 80 to 60 to 40 to 60 to 80, you know, in the space of probably one kilometre. So they really set you up to catch you for speeding and take money off you. So more and more people are doing track days and track days are all encompassing. You know, lots of car clubs do them. There are other few people that do them. I don't know. Do you have them in Queensland too? Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah, because Stevie J and I, um, well, Stevie J is still doing it. His main source of income as an instructor at a lot of these track days. I did it for... I don't know, five or six years or something like that. So you definitely, we, I mean, obviously now with the, the borders all closed, it's very difficult to do that sort of stuff. But what I love about what you've done here is that you've given, you've given Track J Johnny, who usually shows up and just scares the living tripe out of people like Stevie J and I for, you know, the first half of the day as they rocket round whistling past apexes at 100 mile an hour. You've given breaking them... Breaking too late. And then breaking not, too late. Not, you know, and not yeah, looking up through the corner. and As my dad used yeah. to say, JB, and you'll attest to this, yeah. that half the people they think an apex is a club. Yeah, correct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they it's look like as like they... The old, hey, Stevie, it's like the old saying, the truth was a newspaper, but it used to be in the... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or... Or when they go for an apex, which is the yeah, clipping point of a corner for those listening, and then they don't get it, and then they actually turn around whilst they're driving, whistling towards the next corner, looking at the last corner as to the apex that they missed. That's always a good one as well. But you, you've given an opportunity for these people, men and women, to show up with their cars, be it, as you say, a, a, an old crapper or you know Ferraris or Lambos or Porsches or something like that, You've yeah. given them an idea on how to prepare for it, be ready for it, and a whole bunch of really cool tips to to understand what you're about to do because, you know, these are serious days, aren't they? Like if you crash a car, no matter what it is, at a road car at 100 plus K an hour, you could be in a lot of trouble. So this gives people, participants, the ability to show yeah, up thanks. at least half prepared. Thank you, Matty. It's, uh, it's not, you know, all my idea, that's for sure, but I certainly impart the message. But And it's simply simple stuff you know it's just how to get through the the check-ins and how to find an apex you know if you're not in the apex club yeah and (laughs) just 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 regular stuff because we all did it you know like i did you know track days back when i was a a young youngster uh Mm -hmm. you know like 17 16 17 something in my holden with triple carbs and all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's probably something beyond most modern day guys. But, and I remember, you know, Stevie's early days in, in uh, racing cars and things. So 
you know, it's knowledge is power, and uh, mm, we mm. try and keep it simple. And and it's just, uh, you know, I go to track days occasionally out at Sandown, and people just love it. They might have a Hyundai XL, one guy, and another bike's got a Ferrari 488 Pista or something, you know, which is as fast as fast. Mm. But the same thing applies, you know. You still got to. You know, use your brains and be sensible and focus and do lots of things. So anyway, thank you for the mention. So people, anybody that's interested in track days or got a fast car and can't use it, have a look at uh, JB's. I think you do it like this. I'm not a you know an IT whiz. <laughs> you just pop JB's it, track tips. Yeah, pop that in the old little search gimmick and just put, yeah. So that's JB's yeah. track tips and yeah. Uh, and when you get yeah. on there, you've got to subscribe, like, and comment on JB's yeah. track tips to get all of the information. I've got to tell you, mate, I, I was under I the absolute your... fear of death if I didn't say subscribe, like, and comment. Mrs. Mac yeah. was dead set yeah. going to kill me if I didn't say that. So like, I subscribe, and comment. A message at uh, seven o'clock tonight. And said, what, what do I call this? Because I don't want to look like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and she replied instantly, she's a good girl, that one, I tell you. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Hey, mate, I wanted to just follow on from the track day stuff because, um, uh, you know, it's so good to see you at the track because, you know, you had a bit of a scare earlier yeah. this year, you know, and, that's, and this is something that's quite close to our family because. My dad had it. Um, very, a couple of very close friends, Robbie Herod, had it, and that's prostate cancer. And that's something Neil Crompton has gone through recently since you. Um, yes, mate. Yes. It's uh, you know, and I saw you sort of midst of of all that and all the treatment at the track, you know. And um, you know, there were days that you, you were pretty knackered, but you were still there pushing on. Um, <laughs> so good to see you, to see you still up and about doing it, and. Um, now you've gotten through that period now, and I think that's yeah, just yeah, have, awesome mate, for think. everybody just to see. And you've shared thank that you. over your, you know, over your time your journey. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I, I uh, I've never been, uh, you know, shy of talking about my issues because I've got millions of them. So <laughs> I, um, you know, it was a very, you know, like I, I was, as, I thought I was as healthy as healthy, and then all of a sudden I wasn't. So. You, know, you only found uh, it by chance, mate, didn't you? It was only by yeah, chance. Yeah, I did. I was... the Cam's Medical or the Motorsport Australia Medical. <laughs> Your old man just sent me a message. Steve? <laughs> I don't know if I want J- to hear it. He's probably J-B, had half, half a dozen the... Jim Beams. No, the JB, the IT expert. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know DJ's listening. Thank you, Dick. And he and he can talk. I mean, honestly. Oh. <laughs> he, he's flat out sending an email these days, although he can download them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get back to prostate cancer. So, yeah, yeah, get back to serious. Um, yeah, I found it by chance because I had to do a medical for my Motorsport Australia license, which I have to do mm-hmm. every two years. And um, I always get my doctor who's, who's getting quite old now, but take some blood, make sure I'm not going to have a heart attack or something. And sure. he takes the, he, he takes the blood and he rings me a few weeks later and says, "I need you to do another test." And I go, what for? And he goes, because your uh, your PSA level's quite high and it wasn't last time. So consequently, I go back, do more tests, go ultrasounds, all this stuff. Like I had more tests than, you know, 
than you can do in Formula One. But it uh, eventually it was diagnosed, and and you know, I mean, I had this, the treatment, and whilst it hasn't been that easy, I I was so grateful for the racing because you know you you forget about everything when you go racing. Sure. You know, don't you? I mean, you know that as mm. well as I do, yeah. both of you. Mm. So, mm. you know, you might have the biggest, world's biggest, uh, you know, romantic drama with your missus or something, and you go racing, you forget all about it, which probably doesn't <laughs> make sense. Doesn't help the situation, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea, JB, how you've had so many women in your life. It's a mystery to me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's adventure. It's adventure, man. Absolutely. Adventure. I yeah. love adventure, but I've, I've grown out of it now. So, Good. Lucky. There you go. There you go. And, Lucky. you know, it's interesting you say that, that they got it by accident, because Neil Crompton was exactly the same. He got his – they picked it up when he did his – uh, he was testing for WAU. He was doing a TV thing, and he needed to get his yep. his motorsport Australia license. Yeah, and exactly yep. the same thing. Picked it up in that test, and and went to go from there. And interestingly, a while back, JB, I had a brain tumor. Funnily enough, uh, and really? it w- yeah, I yeah, did. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was picked up when again in instructing. Uh, so I wasn't instructing very yeah. well because they they crashed me, and uh, I went to the hospital <laughs> to get a check after the crash, and uh, they yeah. said you're, you're fine. But um, did you realise you got a brain tumor? So, um, You're kidding? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no it was yeah. what was that two years ago? Yeah, yep. 20, yeah, yeah. 2019 coming up two years ago. Wow. So, yeah. nine and a half hour operation, can't feel my face anymore, but uh, uh, went three and a half probably months, lucky. Lo- probably lucky, yeah, yeah. three and a half just months a on joke. my back, just a, just a joke, mate. But <laughs> three and a half months recovering, and then I came out and raced the Trans Am car at the Adelaide 500 and came fifth, or, fifth yeah. or sixth. I think. That was a massive effort, I mean, yeah, that was a good one, so yeah. Absolutely, I didn't know that, mate. See, yeah, no, it was massive, I, JB, and it was I it was something the world. that you should tell the world. Yeah, it's it was amazing that you know, well, you know, what, I mean, uh, it's obviously been people have been through it before, Maddie, but um, you know, and the first thing I said to Maddie, JB, when he texted me straight yeah. after the op, when he could, he goes, "Oh, nine and a half hour op, everything went good," and I said, "I'm surprised it lasted nine and a half hours. It was a <laughs> if it was an op on your brain." <laughs> <laughs> Should have been half an hour. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and he actually laughed. So I'm like, oh, oh well, that's all right then. Uh, that is very he was funny. Well, he was well and good. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> a, a, I think a brain tumour is probably worse than prostate. I mean, prostate is oh, very, very well understood now. So yeah. If, yeah, as yeah. long as you actually, uh, you know, address it early, as in mm. go and get a PSA, Yes, which is a needle in your arm. They take a bit of blood. They ring you up a few days later and say, yes, you're fine or you're not fine. I mean, it's yep. easy. But, you know, a brain tumour is a bit more, I think. That was a little more scary. Like, but anyway. Anyway. Now, yeah. one thing I do want to ask you, my friend. What do I? What yeah. do we call you now? Do we call you Sir John Bow? Uh, <laughs> given the, <laughs> given Sir John, given the fact that you were named in the Queen's Birthday Honours list with oh, Larry yeah. Perkins, one of your that old nice, sparring partners, how good was that? Yeah, yeah it's uh, well, it, it it was good, but you know, because we're in lockdown, I mean, it is nice and it's an honour, and certainly, you know, I guess I've been in motorsport for so long. I suppose they probably run out of people to give it to but mm. it's just uh you know in victoria now you can't go anywhere you can't do anything and haven't been for so long so the mm. ceremony where they put this thing on your suit or whatever it is a model or mm. a medal or you know you, you can't get it so it's just 
to me seems a thing of the past. Can and you your imagine? Old man goes, don't dig any bigger. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you imagine what he'd say, JB, if you said, you know, just call me Sir John Bow now? <laughs> I think it's Sir, if you don't mind. That's Look, honestly, funny. I want to say that, you know, my my racing life has been very long, you know. Um, mm. And the time I spent with uh, Dick and Stevie and Jill and Kelly and the guys in the team at the time was quite a long time. And it was just... You know, we had good times, bad times, as in competitiveness. But it was just so much fun. And I'm so, you know, glad that we're still friends. And, you know, I'm Stevie J's biggest fan. And I'll be his boy's boys biggest fan. So it's just so nice, you know, to have look back on stuff and think about all those fun times we had, the good, you know, the race wins we had, obviously. But Mm. some of the times we had were crappy as well so it, it's special it's a special relationship and i think mate um you know anybody that knows you um you know whether it be personally or that's you know spent a bit of time with you at the track or whatever it might be that has met you at the track just from getting autographs regularly or whatever it might be um we'd all say that we're lucky because you know the type of bloke you are i mean you're one of the first people that will send you know, jet my young fellow message straight after a race or something, you know, when, when you've seen yeah, it yeah, or you've yeah. watched it, like, you know, and you're not just like that with him. You're like that with so many people. And, um, you know, I think that's why, you know, you've got the, been the following. Being recognised been, by Lizzie. Been rec- absolutely, yeah. being recognised and, and yeah. just have the following that you've got. Yeah, thank you, thank um, you. Because I mean, of I, that, I'm you know, what, so. I am what I am, but, you know, um, I, I love our relationship. And uh, even though, you know, after you over the Mustang and you beat me, I was very disturbed. <laughs> I, I had to get some ca- some counselling for it and uh, I was wondering whether you would uh, actually provide a bit of help with the invoices and stuff. Just, you know, on, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I spent, have made any money. <laughs> <laughs> I spent thousands on counselling, but I oh. thought it was the right thing to do, you know, to, to encourage you and but you didn't have to vlog me so much. I, all I remember the first day that um, we brought, because it was the year after, obviously for everybody that's that's listening, 2015 was, 2014 is when I f- first had the opportunity in, in Sally, John, when you couldn't make the round in Tasmania. Um, and then... Um, that was then my first mistake. That was your first mistake. And then 2015 um, is when I went um, from uh, into that car again. And then 2016, I went into one of the other competitor, Tony Karen Filoski's XY Falcons, which yeah. wasn't really as, uh, as good. It wasn't as good a car. It, 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 went, it still went well, but yeah. it wasn't quite as good as Sally. And then obviously uh, John sold the car to a close friend of ours, Tony Warren, and then I was able to get the car for the 2017 championship. And all I remember John yeah. saying was, yep, that's the year done for me now. <laughs> yes. I, I, Warney, Warney called me, uh, who's our friend that bought the car. He bought it as a collector's piece. And he, and he I don't know whether anybody knows this. I'm, I'm not sure anybody cares. But he rang me and he said, um, Dick and Steve want to uh, use Mustang Sally. What do you think? If you say no, I won't let them have it. And I go, mate, I'm not that sort of person. Well, I'm, 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 I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But, but he did very well. I thought, mm. I thought, 
I wish I'd have been that sort of person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need a bit more bastard in you, JB. But having, oh, well, having, 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 having said, having said that, say, the only marks that I put on Sally were from John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, payback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, but having said uh, that, mate, uh, you know, we, we talk about all the old days and we talk about the memories in your career within supercar and that sort of stuff. But you've gone on to have a massive career in uh, Touring Car Masters. You're the first one to get, uh, what was it, 100 wins, I think. First and only. 100 race wins. First and only, which you did in your home state of Tassie, which is pretty special. And as we as we sit right now in this weird COVID world, you, you've got a 10-point lead in the championship. Like, yeah, you know, we're, gonna, we're probably only going to have two more rounds left, I reckon, in this season. If, uh, I wish it was if... 100 more. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. you're, 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 leading, uh, you're leading Ryan Hansford by 10 points. You know, Ryan Hansford's no slouch and his car is oh, no, no shitter. No. It's, a, it's a good thing. Um, he's, a, and you're... He's, a really, he's a really good talent too, isn't he, Steve? Yes, absolutely. He is yes. good. Yeah, um, uh, yeah uh, Greg Hansford's son, of course. Uh, the yes. late, the and great Greg, Greg Hansford, Hansford and I were... Were friends and uh, Greg drove for for Dick in the the Mustang days in the mm-hmm. in the first year of the Sierras, mm. so we're all kind of interconnected. And I mean, he's mm. a, he's a really good operator. So I don't really, you know, obviously I'd like to beat him, but you know, it's, it doesn't mean I'm going to change my life or anything about it. I know so. Steve's going to say something now, but what I love as an old bloke, JV, is that you you belted their fathers. On the track, and now you're belting both of their sons. How good's that? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that, mate. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you, I was just if you, <laughs> if you got a stats man to look at the last, say, four years, I reckon yeah. Stevie flogs me. But anyway, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that I have I have realised though, just reading that, is that. Um, uh, Lewis Hamilton in, is in your club now, John. Absolutely, you got their first. You got their first 100 race wins. 100 race he wins. is in your club. Yeah, that's below it. you. Yeah, but he's won 100 Formula One races. How would you be? I mean, oh. I've won $27 and he's won $270 <laughs> million. Yeah. But, hey, you're both Sir John and Sir Lewis. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. how good is that? How good is that? It is, hey, JB, it's hey, a bit sad, but it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. JB, we love having you on the show. And, obviously, our uh, our listeners out there do as well because Jackie from Bendigo, who I think we all know quite well, she yes, is technically yes, sad. Jack's great, great, yeah. Great chick. She said, hi there. Sounding great, Stevie J and Matt. Say hi to JB for me. We haven't seen him for so long. And obviously that's because no. of uh, where we're going right now with this COVID stuff. So you've, you've, got, you've got some friends out there. Another, another uh, listener has texted and said, JB, remember the three rings of marriage, the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that one. Yeah, that's a cracker, isn't it? So uh, don't tell we've... don't tell Dick he'll use it. I, I oh, he'll use it for sure. <laughs> that's very funny stuff. But uh, no, but... I love you guys. Thank you. I I look forward to seeing you at the track. Hopefully uh, mm. at Eastern Creek, but uh, oh. I'm not 100 percent sure. You know. You may yeah, see yeah. Stevie J because if I've got a, oh, I don't know if you'll see me because if I've got a quarantine on the way back, there's no well, way Mrs. Mack will be well, green lighting that. We're in the same boat, Matty. You know, how do you know? We, we can't plan anything until no, it, you know, two Nobody or three weeks out. Anything. No, no, yes. and it's it's so crazy, isn't it? You know, like down here, just to get off the subject of motor racing for a minute, we are locked down like ten kilometres. I think today it changed to fifteen. You can go fifteen yeah. k. And, uh, you know, there are people everywhere, going everywhere. Yeah. And no police presence because the police are obviously sick of it. They need to fix it somehow. I'm, 
It makes me think about running for politics, but I don't. I don't think I could be bothered with the politics because <laughs> there's not enough of that in motorsport for you. Jeez, Louise. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was quite political once, but I've grown out of it. It's like grown out of girls. <laughs> hey, I think I'm I just. Mature- I think I'm maturing. <laughs> Clearly. Can I just finish on one text message uh, from one of our great listeners, Peter, in Muntabay in South Australia. Uh, Nimsy yeah. boys, he has said, JB is one of the greatest blokes to ever drive a race car. So there you uh, go. I wonder JB. if he'd be interested in engagement. <laughs> you know, like, him and I getting engaged. No one's Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good on you, Pete. Pete from Muntabay in Thanks, South Pete. Australia. Thanks. But you've got to make sure... Uh, no idea, Pete. Text in, text in again, mate. Let us know exactly. I bet where you Munta he's going to gonna text in and say Munta Bay, South Australia, yeah, exactly, probably because yeah. that's what he does. But um, if you if you really if you if you are locked down and you and you are thinking when the when the green light comes back on again, you want to jump on track and give your chariot a run. Jump onto JB's track tips on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and comment, and you'll get some yes, gems. You'll get please. some gold from JB. And Maddie will get some special love from his missus. That's correctly, <laughs> I will. That's right. I will. I, we, I we're we're calling it commission around here, uh, JB. <laughs> <laughs> the commissioner. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on board, uh, JB. And hopefully we get to see you actually live and in, in the flesh uh, at a racetrack sooner rather than later. But, mate, we appreciate <laughs> oh. you. <laughs> Matty, I wouldn't say in the flesh. Probably that's a bit asking too much. <laughs> Good on you, JV. Thanks for jumping on board. Righto. See you, Stevie. Thank you, mate. Cheers. See you, mate. Uh, the legendary John Bow there joining us here on the driver's seat. And I think we might be a bit late, Nimsy. <laughs> We're way, way longer than normal. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's all right. That's but what you want, isn't it? Like absolutely. when you've got a bloke like John Bow who, who is I so... I could speak to him for the whole two hours. Oh, uh, and you, you understand how people can sit in a crowd in a sporting sense and have someone like JB or your favorite footy star or whatever, when you've got someone like that, who's a good raconteur who can stand up, tell a story, tell a gag, tell some stories from the old days and some wins and losses, bring a little Mm -hmm. bit of life to, to uh, some life lessons to the room. I mean, uh, he is one in a million JB. You're right. I could talk to him all night. He's brilliant. Hello. I think we've lost Nimsy. No, I'm here. I was just talking to JB. <laughs> oh, oh. Nimsy, you got to stop doing that. Well, remember, I'm the producer. You're the ones that have actually got your names on the bloody yeah, show. We're, we're, we're kind of ex- this. The professionalism is off the we're, scale, folks. We're, yeah. we're expecting you to wrap the the. Uh, I was looking there, at my buttons, going, yeah. "Are we still on? What's happening here?" And then I realised I've got no buttons. <laughs> That's the producer's job. Well done, Nimsy. I'll tell you. Jeez Louise, it's good help is so hard to find, guys. <laughs> but um <laughs> Hello. Um, that, that, uh, John Bow was our feature interview thanks to Ryko Felters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Felters, the professional choice. Remember, you can jump onto YouTube and check out JB's track tips. Just put that into the search engine. It's the first thing that pops up. Who would have thought John Bow, influencer in 2021? That's crazy. Subscribe, isn't it? like, and comment. Exactly. On Monday. JB. We've got plenty to talk about here on the driver's seat. So there's been a couple of announcements regarding the old calendar. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But if you'd like to be part of the show, text in 0433981116 is the number. This is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. 
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. You are listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. We'll get to our Bendix Brakes big moment in just a moment, but we do have to run through all of these texts because they have been coming in thick and fast. They have. And uh, Peter, we asked Peter before we went to the break, where is, or John, I think, John Bow, our previous guest, asked where Munta Bay is. Uh, and it's at the York Peninsula, basically the kneecap of the leg shape uh, of the leg shape peninsula. So thank you, Peter, from Munta Bay. Apparently I said Munta Bay, <laughs> but it's Munta Bay. So uh, good on you, Pete. Thanks for that. Uh, little Mac in Toowoomba. Uh, how you doing, Little Mac? He wants to know what the something has happened to spring. A little chilly up there, is it, mate? Asking for a mate. Bit chilly up in the tea bar. Uh, well, it's pretty warm down here in the Gold Coast. Oh, having, those, having said that, boys, I think... The whole of the East Coast is about to get absolutely smashed by rain mm. yep. over the next little while, which, of course, that's happening because I'm going on holidays on Monday. So, of course, the East Coast is getting that's smashed. That's right. I'm on my own next week. You are. You boys are flying. That's right. No McKeldin. Oh, so. Jeez, it's going to run smooth next week. Yeah, you'll Nimsy. be out of here on time. So, there you go. Uh, we were talking about fans. Oh, McKeldin, Jay- we've lost the left rear wheel. <laughs> <laughs> He's found another. Can you get the one where, where uh, I think Andy Jones there says, oh, I'm surprised at Matt Keldon going outside to take the lead. That was also at Newcastle in the CPU. See if you can dig that I'll, one up. I'll, there, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find that one. It was either that one or this one. Into the wall for Matt McKeldon. <laughs> <laughs> Done that on more than one occasion. Let me give you the strong tip. Uh, John Bow said he was Stevie J's biggest fan. One of our wow. listeners has pointed out on the text message the Macca's drive through person is also Stevie J's biggest fan. Oh. <laughs> Steve Johnson getting amongst it. That's it. Oh, he's hot, though. He, is he? Yeah. Righto. Well, good for you. Uh, <laughs> evening, gents. Now, this is this is from a great friend of ours, uh, Little Mac. Uh, no, not Little Mac. Was it Little Mac who sent this through? No, the Big G. Uh, the Big G. Sorry, the Big G, who, unfortunately, uh, he, can't, he can only hear us three out of the four weeks that we're on of a month because his roster's changed. So, unfortunately, he doesn't get to hear us. But he said it was great to hear, JB. Podcast, though. Podcast, Podcast, yeah. Jump onto the podcast, big boy. Crack onto the one that you missed. Absolutely. Jump on the driver's seat, the new and improved driver's seat app. Mm -hmm. Can download it, get video, all the news. Nimsy updates it, too. So, (laughs) if it's not updated, blame him. Um, (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) A question for us. Question for us. What happened after what happened with Reynolds? And I think you're referring to when Reynolds had that cramp and had to get out of the car. Uh, with what happened with Reynolds a couple of years ago and with Bathurst being run in December, that's the, the Bathurst 1000 coming up, do you think supercars, and this is at you, Stevie J, because you've done it a, a gazillion times, do you think supercars should make it mandatory for driver changes to occur at every pit stop once a driver has done five laps? So once they've done five laps, the next time they stop, absolutely got to do a driver change. Uh, so that's the first part of the question. And he's also said, with the announcement that supercars are heading back to Newcastle, uh, hopefully both of you are on the support bill. So I'll stick my head in and say good day. Well, that would be fantastic, mate. And go Panthers this weekend or so. <laughs> uh, so tell, it's a great question, Stevie J, because it was actually hard to watch Reynolds yep. cop that. He was in the lead. Uh, he was doing beautifully well. Odds on to go back to back. Had that monster cramp. Um, has... has uh, have, is, has that question got validity, do you think, that there should be absolutely after five laps he's a never, co-driver He's change? never been the same either since. No, he hasn't. No, no he hasn't. So has Big G got a point? Oh, I I see where you're coming from, Big G, but uh, the 
rules ha- are already there, and there are rules about how much time you can do. Yeah. In a, it's not so much laps. It's yeah. actually what can you do, A, over the race distance, um, and B, what are you allowed to do in one stint, as in like in the seat yeah. permanently for, you know, one stop or two stops, whatever it might be. I think there's like a, a three-hour or three-and-a-half-hour uh, that you – can't go over, which I think is probably a little bit long. Mm. Um, we saw Craig Baird actually go over that he did. years ago yep. in the Bathurst. Was that the 12 hour? Well, it was, it was actually no, it was the, the 1000, wasn't it? Well, was it the, sorry, it was a 1000, but it was the uh, the two the two litre car 1000. Yes, that's when, correct. Yes. When they had that. Yep. Um, and he lost, they won the race, but then he lost it because yep. he'd done five or 10 minutes over his allocated time. Yep. Um, I don't think, no, I think the five laps thing's probably a little bit short. I think. You know, when you look at Reynolds, I, he wasn't into stint number three or anything. You know what I mean? No, he, it was the end of the day. Yeah, but it was the end of the day, absolutely. But, but you know, you've got two drivers um, and both of those drivers had done, you know, their minimum laps, that yep. what they're allowed to do. Yep. So I don't think – I think the one driver thing for – you can drive for three and a half hours or whatever it is and then that's it. Mm. Um, I think that's probably too long. But, I think I think if you if you think back about it, what contributed a lot to Dave, to Dave Reynolds' issue was there. He was he won the year before, so he was in huge demand yeah. from the media that next year. Appearances, he changed his things diet, like that. Yeah. appearances, and all. He changed his diet. Yeah. I think he was trying to be a or he become a vegan or done something. There was a lot of outside influences yes. that created that situation for him. Yeah, he was not mentally or physically prepared for that race. Yes, from from the moment that the, the lights went out, it wasn't anything to do necessarily with being at the no. end of the day. He even admitted he had slept it, for yeah, weeks that's right. before. That's right. It, the pressure just mounted on him and he was absolutely open about this. This is not a we're not we're not having a crack at DR. This was he was absolutely open. I wasn't ready, I wasn't slept, I wasn't fed properly and it came back to haunt. And that's what shows really just to put a full stop on this boys, that's what shows these guys need to be an absolute athlete to get through the rigors of a Bathurst 1000 because if you don't prepare properly when it's 50 degrees inside the cabin and you're tired and you're whatever if you're not athlete ready it comes to get you you know yeah. when you when you look at when you look at it there was you know probably 49 other blokes in that race that made it through no dramas yep you know what i mean yep. so yep. um I'd change the race rules for one guy yeah, who exactly. wasn't prepared properly no Correct. Um, now, uh, keep your text coming through, 0433981116. But let's get into this week's Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks. Uh, now, two things. First off, uh, we did touch on calendar news last week on the driver's seat. You heard it here first in our Burson off-the-track update. Um, <laughs> <Once> again. <laughs> but uh, definitely the Bendix Brakes big moment, and you can put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes, Australian technology for all weather confident braking. Make sure um, that – what did I say that for? I'm getting – I'm keep getting distracted by my uh, Apple Watch here, but let's start that one again. <laughs> Now, the Bendix Breaks big moment definitely uh, was the Newcastle announcement that it's going to be kicking off the 2022 season, Mm. uh, March 4th and 6th, uh, and it'll be the first time that we'll be back at Newcastle since 2019, um, before the pandemic obviously hit in 2020. A circuit we both love, Stevie J. You've uh, cemented a, a TCM title there, famously by doing donuts across the Welcome to Newcastle sign at the, uh, at the bottom of the hill there. 
Uh, yep. And I ran the Super Ute there and, and almost won my first Super Ute race there. Yeah, that there. was close. Yeah, bloody Ryle Harris, anyway. Um, oh, and how uh, great news, Nimsy. You know, the, the news that we... We broke last week and then was confirmed during the other uh, during the week by the other uh, media outlets. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, <laughs> hear it here first. Read about yeah, it tomorrow. Hear it here first. Um, it, it's all been it's all been a bit negative. It's all been a bit icky. It's all been a bit. You look at the comments and people aren't overly happy with that. Um, so to actually announce that we're going to start off Stevie J at a street circuit in a place we haven't been in a great street circuit. Yep. Um, I think it's a real shot in the arm, and I'm and I'm super glad it got announced. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, that part of this country is just car mad, and I say that in a good way. That you know, not saying that everybody everywhere else isn't, but no, you know, but obviously the Newcastle yeah. event is still quite early, and it's like it's it's still very young, and. The support that we get there is is no different to what we got at Adelaide, yeah. at the street circuit. There is no different, you know. So, um, it's one of those. I think it's one of those events that everyone loves to get out to. It's very different. Um, the tracks it's beautiful. It, it's beautiful. It's set in such a, an yeah. amazing yep. part of of Newcastle. Yep. You know, right on the beach. You know, it's it's not dissimilar to obviously the Gold Coast event in that in that regard, but. Um, you know, I think you're right, and you are right when people when you say that people are a little bit negative with the announcement of what's happening for the rest of the 2021 Supercar Championship. And I think people have got to realise that it's the only option. Yeah. This is Plan Z. Like, We're at if, the end. <laughs> if we want, if yeah, if you right. want to see any racing, it has to be there. It's it's a place where everybody can get to. Yep. Yep. You're allowed in. You're yep. welcomed in. Good you know. You know, you've got people down there that want to put on the event, unlike, yep. you know, in here in Queensland, but also you can't get to Queensland if you're a southerner. Yep. Um, so literally it is the only option. And people are saying, oh, that's, that's no good and this and that. Well, you know, how about, you know, we turn what's been a very, very negative year again into a positive that there is going to be some racing, you know? Yeah, and I think I, – look, you're right, and we won't go back to, to my rave from last week, but, I mean – you're right. We've got no option to go there. At least we're going to a circuit, Stevie J, where you can change configurations. Correct. You can do day racing. You can do night racing. We can do the cut through. Um, we can do a whole bunch of stuff. We can move everyone as a bubble. And there is no doubt. I, I know that there is no doubt this was not Supercar's preferred option. I Actually, I know that for a fact this was not Supercar's preferred option. Mm. Where Supercar's probably went a little bit wrong is after Townsville in the mid-year when the teams were coming back down the East Coast. They probably could have made... QR. QR a go and done back-to-back races. So you'd have had two races at QR, then followed you could do two races at SMP, a day day race and then a, a night race uh, over two weekends, and then you could have gone to Bathurst. So that's that's probably where the, the, they tripped and fell. They hung out a bit too long. Yeah, but, they but did. Let's also remember too, like literally the weekend after the Darwin Triple Crown, like the following weekend, mm. Darwin went into lockdown. Yeah, so uh, things not... literally can change on an instant. Yes. So the, yeah. I mean, hindsight is fantastic, um, but like at the time, these weren't bad decisions. No, yeah. they were not bad decisions. Um, we again, the benefit of hindsight in this pandemic is is always super highlighted because we can always go back and we think, oh god, how hard was the first year? 
and the first year had nothing on the second year. Like yeah. the second year is real tough. So the benefit, the benefit of hindsight. Um, and so look, I, I, I say there's there's four different configurations essentially. You can four, three, three or four. You can three have that it, I'm, um, uh, approved well, on most three. Gardner layout, yeah. the Brabham layout, and the Druitt. Uh, configuration as well in supercars, which is the one we haven't used, Steve. You've done more time on that circuit. Which is the one we haven't done? The one well, round the back. We haven't done the full, full long track, but that section of the track is not really suitable to supercars racing. Right. Not wide enough. Not wide enough. Um, it's too tight in a way with some of the corners. I mean, not not that having tight sort of hairpin corners is bad. Like mm. you know, look at Tasmania. Yeah. It went well for me, three wheels and all. <laughs> but um, um, but it's it's more sort of designed for the club style of racing and also the drifting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, when you look at it, I guess we did race at Canberra and those sort of places and that was oh, narrow. So, yeah. you know and, what I mean? And Adelaide, but, we've done all that sort of but, stuff. But, but um, SMP is notoriously sort of – hard enough to pass around, let yep. alone going that way where you could probably drive in the middle of the road yeah, at yeah. 50 k's an hour and still not get past. What I can tell you, Nimsy, is that dependent on borders, uh, you will more than likely see at SMP Touring Car Masters and possibly even Trans Am. Mm. So, uh, something that has been... As well as, I think, uh, VHT S5000 and Super 2. Ooh, Super 2 and Super 3. Super 2 yes. and Super 3. Those ones yes. have been confirmed. But, yeah, we've got a little bit more calendar news uh, to talk a little about. Bit. We'll do that in our off-the-track update. But that was our Bendix Brakes big moment. You can put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes, uh, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. Text in 0433 98 11 16. What do you think of the Sydney Motorsport Park quadruple event? We're going to talk about calendars, Nimsy, in the Burson off-track. Get your texts ready. This I'm going to want your feedback. This is going to be fun. Uh, you're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Text in. 0433-981116. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We'll get to your texts uh, in just a moment. Actually, we'll do that now. 0433-981116 if you'd like to get in touch. Well, uh, first cab off the rank. Uh, well, I was going to go back to Peter at uh, Munta Bay. Munta? Munta? Munta Bay. Uh, but I'm going to hold off, Nimsy. I'm going to hold off on that because it's a text about one of the things I'm about to be speaking about. And I'm going to unfortunately let Peter from Munta Bay know that I think he might be wrong. Mm, well, there you go. So we might just get into the Bursons, I think. Good little cue to kick this off. And now it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. We do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts. They are celebrating 50 years. As always, we said you could hear it here first and read about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> Which... well, the, the last week, Nimsy, it was about four days after we uh, went to air on it. It then got reported. Right. Same fact. But anyway, you know, what do you get, do? Get ahead of the curve a little bit. But yeah, what do you yeah, got for yeah, us, Matty? Right. Well, interestingly, now I think we've said this right from day one, Stevie J, that with the Burson Off Track update, we are going to cover things that are happening off track. They won't always be controversial. They won't always borderline me getting sued back to the Stone Age by people. Uh, and this, that is going to be one of these weeks because, boy, did we get a little close to it last week. So uh, I am not going to do anything that is going to get you, me, SEN, the driver's seat or any of our associated partners in a whole lot of trouble. But it is the week for calendar, of course, Stevie J. Uh, Newcastle was announced just in the last 12 hours that it's going to be kicking off the, uh, the series for next year, which is fantastic. We just spoke about it. What we do know, what we don't know, is the rest of the calendar. Yep. We do not know at this stage 
Who's going where, when, why, or how? Unfortunately, I can tell you that the Pertec Enduro Cup will be returning. We are going to go to three rounds mm-hmm. for next year. Now, of course, it's going to be Bathurst. That's yep. one of our Enduros is Bathurst. And the Gold Coast is also going to be back as an Enduro as well. Now, if you remember prior to all this COVID stuff uh, happening, we always had to sand down 500 and then it got taken by Tail and Bend. Yeah, it was going to be the Tail and Bend 500. Yeah, the Bend, uh, the OTR 500. The OTR 500. And I think, Stevie J, we both said quite clearly that we weren't too sure how the racing was going to be at, uh, at Tail and Bend in the, in the guise of a 500 race. What I can tell you, Nimsy, as I said, Bathurst and the Gold Coast look like they're being locked in. However, there is currently an arm wrestle for the third of the Enduro Cup drives, races. Yeah. yeah. The candidates currently, as far as I am aware, tail and bend, and that has not been locked in. None of these have been locked in. These are all now down to discussions. Sandown could return. We could have back the traditional Sandown 500. But here's one for you. We could have the SMP 500 starting off in the afternoon and finishing under lights. How good would that be? Because we don't have – I mean, that's a 500 race. How long would that take around SMP, Steve? Um, what time would you start that? Oh, one o'clock in the Arvo? That's hard. Yeah, well, no. Well, it's daylight saving. So maybe, maybe, maybe three in the Arvo to get through all the way around and then finish off at night. How good would that be if one of our, one of our uh, enduro races finishes off in the night? That's one. It could be a second finishing off in the night because we know that the Gold Coast 500 or 600, whatever guys may be, that's also potentially going to be a night race. So next year, A, the Enduro Cup is going to return, which is fantastic. That gives all of all of our co-drivers some income, which is fabulous, yep. and all of us something to cheer about outside just the normal championship. Tail and Bend, SMP, or Sandown could be getting it, and we could have two night races. Uh, starting in the day and finishing off in the night, boys. How good is that? That sounds pretty good. That would be pretty I'm cool. I'm really yeah. hoping it's a Sandown 500, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same. Do you I, reckon? I, it's just, it's not just because of the history of it. It's because it's, it's, it's a great track. A, <laughs> it's a bloody good event in regard to the track, Nimsy. And because the track's short, it brings up a lot of. Um, different scenarios where where and when people can pit because yep. you you know from mid pack onwards if you're halfway through a stint if you pit you're going to go down a lap so there's so many different things okay. that come into your strategy at Sandown compared to SMP if they're using the normal Gardner circuit yep you, you got heap you know you could be half a lap behind still pit and still get out on still the lead lap out. you know okay. what I mean so yeah, 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 yeah I just and 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 SMP doesn't doesn't have the changes of weather. That Sandown has at that time of the year, which brings in another absolutely another hail and rain it. and all that kind of yep. stuff. But what you're saying there about SMP, Stevie, also applies to Tail and Bend. Correct. So we were always going to have that potential issue anyway. So you think Sandown is the best place to do it to throw in the the other bits and pieces of strategy? Now, I 
I want to hear what other people have to say. Do we want the traditional Sandown 500 or would our would our fans of supercars love to see Tail and Bend or SMP under light? So that's what I want to hear from that. But what I was talking about before, Nimsy, with Peter from Munta Bay, Peter, he texted and said, I'm very confident that the Adelaide 500 will be back within two to three years. Our opposition state leader has promised to bring it back election year next year. Okay, so Pete, let me update you on the latest thing that's going on there. All of the infrastructure for the Adelaide 500 was rumoured to have been bought by the owners of Tail and Bend. That, in fact, did not happen. It was just stored out there. The All of the infrastructure, the bridges, the fences, the electrical boxes, all of that kind of stuff is currently on tender. You can buy it. It is on tender. So the difficulty with all of this is, is that the prices that you can buy all that infrastructure for are super cheap. So if the Adelaide government, the South Australian government, sells off all this amazing infrastructure and then there is a change of government and we decide to do the Adelaide 500 again, they're going to have to buy it all. So the cost of running the event, Peter, has just exponentially gone through the roof. Tell him he's dreaming. (laughs) The old trading post. So I, I, I think... I think, Peter, whilst emotionally we would all love to see the Adelaide 500 back, it would be a very brave government that does it because it's going to cost an absolute bomb. Remember, There's no cash the- here. Here, there's no cash, all right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. <laughs> no cash. There you go. Exactly right. And, uh, you know, particularly in this post-COVID world that we're going to live in, I'm not entirely sure that uh, that infrastructure is going to be afforded by a new government, particularly as that infrastructure has been owned by the South Australian people, the government and the people, for what, 25 years, essentially? But if it's on tender, that means they can withdraw it, can't they? So then they, they decide could, not they, to sell They it. could absolutely – but it's on tender now, and we're talking to change of government potentially next yep. year. Yeah. So I don't think it'll be back, Pete, but I am interested in what people have to say about the Pertec Enduro Challenge next year or Cup or whatever it is. Where would you like to see it? Sandown, SMP or Tail and Bend? Let us know. 0433 98 11 16. That was our Burson Auto Parts off the track update. Burson Auto Parts, known for first class knowledge and service. Text in 0433 98 11 16 is our number. We'll get to your text in just a moment. But you are listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In fact, they've been doing it for over 40 years. Right now, though, oh, actually, we'll get to some text, shall we? Um, yeah. Here we go. Uh, hey, guys. Mark from Sydney here. Thanks for the great show. Any motorsport here in Sydney is great, but when are we going to see supercars have a proper race back in Sydney? Well, not long. Not mate, You're about to have four of them. So, uh, <laughs> you're going to be spot for choice, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Marky, Marky, Mark, if you want to get out to uh, see a proper supercar race, you can just head out there on the, uh, what is it, the Friday, it is the 29th the to the Sunday, the 31st of October, Saturday, the 6th to the Sunday, the 7th of November, 13th of uh, Saturday, the 13th of November to Sunday, the 14th of November, and then Friday to the, Friday, the 19th to the Sunday, the 21st of November. And if that doesn't float your boat, 
Uh, jump in the car, head down the Bells line of road, get yourself through Lithgow and whip up to Bathurst, mate, because that's also happening. Six days in extravaganza from, I think it's the 30th, Steve, of November through till about 5th the of December. 5th of December. Yep. So, mate, if there's one place that you'll be able to see a supercar race right now, it'll be New South <laughs> Wales in Sydney. The rest of us won't get anywhere near it. <laughs> Uh, spot on there, actually, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, here we got another one too. Uh, Jeff in Hamilton Hill. Do you want to read that one out? Uh, Jeffrey at Hamilton Hill, uh, Newcastle. Although Newcastle, where is it? Or New? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Although Newcastle was never meant to be a replacement for Adelaide, Newcastle will be a great start to the season. Jeff, you are spot on, mate. Can't disagree with that one. Can't disagree. It's no. going to be sensational to kick off there. There will be a very Adelaide esque feeling. I should imagine, Steve. I reckon the party will be on. Yeah, because if you remember, it was always the last round in its lifetime. Correct. At this stage, it's always been the last round. So yep. now it's kicking off as the first round, Jeff. So that's going to be sensational. And Peter from Bay again, Pete, mate, you're hard on the text tonight. Love your work, son. You're burning up the uh, burning up the keyboard tonight. Uh, in reply to me saying that the Adelaide 500 will never come back, he said, uh, bet you a Big Mac McHappy Meal deal, Maddie, that it does. Right, mate, Ooh. that is on the board, son. The Mac. That, the big... I take those bets very seriously when there's McDonald's well, involved. So do I. I know absolutely. you do. Steve. Well, look at me Jack. here. I've got. I know you I've do. got my Macca's coffee in front of me. You do. I scratched my little Monopoly instant win. And I said to Nimsy, "How do I look to see what I won?" And he goes, "We well, go on the app and you do this, and you do that." And I just try to do it. And I'm like, "Mate, if this was like charged at an hourly rate, it'd be 150 an hour." So now, I'd rather just try to find some loose change in me. In my car and grab yeah. a cheeseburger that way. It's absolutely. easier. Absolutely, absolutely. Cat-like hey, guess... reactions from Stevie J. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Um, hey, guess who's text in, boys? Tommy. Tommy. But this one's the Hobart variety, not the Toowoomba variety. Uh, Taylor Bend is a great facility, but the circuit is very boring to watch on TV. Let alone if it's a 500k race. Can't disagree with you there, Tommy. Mm. Sandown has all the variables with weather and different strategy strategies. It's always it always turns it on. Yeah, spot on there, Tommy from Hobart. Yeah, can't. Dis- I think you're dead well, right. You know, and I don't think that you would see the drama at Tail and Bend. Um, no, albeit for maybe a dust storm and something something random like that. Yeah. Um, you know, you look back a few years ago, um, SVG was in control and broke a shock absorber. You know, with ten to go or something, and still got. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff wouldn't happen. And the only reason that happened is because sanding is so hard on the car. It's like a street circuit. It's um, you know. I think I think one of the best um, permanent circuits that we can drive at because it 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 races like a street circuit. It's got the room yep. in spots for a uh, permanent circuit yep. and a street circuit. Pit lanes tight. Drama happens. I mean, it's just it's just the perfect place for an endurance race. Mm. Um, keep your texts coming in. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number. Right now, though, let's get straight to our race rewind. <laughs> This is the driver's seat race rewind. We do it thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium belts, hose, and hydraulics. I'm going to focus on SMP2 from 2020, the 2020 Bow Repair Sydney Super Night. It was an interesting race because this is the second of the back to back rounds that was there last year. When we look at the results of all three races, there's, uh, you know, we see our usual suspects, Scotty Mack there. Um, yeah. Absolutely dominating there. But uh, you have a look. There's a fair bit of variety. But this was the infamous fake racing round. Remember that? Oh, with the with the soft and hard tyres. Mm-hmm. And, and you can choose what you wanted to run when. And, yeah. 
Yep. I was not a fan, it's fair to say, was I, Nimsy? I, I think um, Barry Ryan was also uh, not quite a fan of that. Yeah. No, you are fake news. Oh, that's exactly what that was. <laughs> I, I think that was well before with the Burson track off, the off track update where I was able to give it a real square up. Uh, so I just decided to give it a square up. I thought it was crap when we do that kind of stuff. Um, it gave results to people that ultimately I don't think deserved them. I mean, okay, you got to win, you got a trophy, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I was not a fan of it, and it has. But the ret- rest of your races were twenty second, twentieth, that's twenty right. fourth, and then you come out, and then you come out and win. I because mean, because you didn't garbage. use any of your softs. Yeah, that's garbage. So uh, glad to see that that hasn't returned, and I'm hoping it never does return, Nimsy and Steve, because I think that made our series look like a joke. To be quite frank, yeah, it was. It was highly controversial at the time, and you know we're not taking away from any of the like. It was it was pretty mixed because you'd see people like you know like. T- not having a crack at Todd Hazelwood here, but um, if it wasn't for those tyres and whatnot. And it was pretty thrilling yeah. at, towards the end. But Maybe you know, Jack LeBrock. Jack LeBrock, same, uh, same deal Nick too. Nick Burkett, maybe? Well, Nick. Oh, Nick. Nick any better? Was Nick he's, all right? No, nah, he's pretty solid. Did I, I just bash Nick on? on yeah, on, you yeah, did. Right, okay. You did. <laughs> Nick's not talking to me either, by the way. Oh, mate. I was on the hot lap. Thank you, Shane. We know you won hey, there last time out. Nice too. to hear from you, Shane. We haven't heard from you uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks. Week. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. I think since I broke the news that Nick was leaving um, uh, BJR well before it had been announced, uh, Nicky not talking to me at the moment. Oh, he's dead to me, bro. That's <laughs> when I sent him a happy birthday message and I didn't get a response. I think. Oh, I got a response. It was yeah, only two word response, yeah, well, but I got a response. And it wasn't F O. It was thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So I think I've got a bit of work to do. Work on the Perkett relation, McKeldin relationship at the moment. Perkett McKeldin relationship. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, that's a little strained, I think. <laughs> um, that was our race rewind. You can protect your ride with complete system replacement with gates, belts, and hoses. For a green juice or whatever he does, being an athlete. <laughs> uh, visit gatesaustralia.com.au. Uh, that was our race rewind here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Plenty more to get through. Text in 0433 98 11 16 if you want to be part of the show. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Uh, the all-new Driver's Seat app has podcasts, interviews, news and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. Got to mention, uh, Scott McLaughlin was crowned the 2021 IndyCar Rookie of the Year. A stellar effort for uh, Scotty Mack. Massive effort. You know, I think it's, um, uh, you know, people will say that uh, Romain Grosjean really pushed him all the way and he would have won it if he did all the races because he didn't do a couple of ovals. But you know what? Uh, And even Romain said this, that, you know, Scotty is a true rookie. You know, he's coming from Tin Tops, coming from... Australian V8 supercars yeah. or supercars, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't come off an open wheel career in Formula 1. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Years. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, but having said that, Jimmy Johnson is a true rookie as well. He's come, come from NASCAR, so similar sort of thing. But, um, yeah, just a mega effort by him. And I think that uh, uh, bringing that rookie of the year honour to Roger Penske for the first time in his career. Yes. Which is bizarre. Uh, and that, and that, not, there's not too many things in Roger Penske's history that they haven't won. So to no, be exactly. the first point, first time, I guess, uh, and and what a shining light! First time supercars, yep. well, don't champion, f- yeah, don't and, forget, uh, first um, time rookie, don't forget the, uh, um, you know, the Penske organisation. I I can't remember for the life of me in in the IndyCar side of things 
where they've actually had a rookie. No, you know, they've always been. Yeah. They've always been up there with the. Um, you know, like they get an experienced head in. For they'll it, get. They'll, yeah. they'll. You know, they'll they'll headhunt. Not so much headhunt, but Roger was very good in the way that he wouldn't sign people when they were already signed up. If you weren't signed up, yes, then he would sign you. So he wouldn't steal you and and take you from. You know, a current contract. It wouldn't yeah, Andretti yeah. or it wouldn't, poach, yeah. wouldn't get you out of Andretti or something like no, that. No, exactly. But they've they've always had experienced um, people behind the wheels of their cars. So you know, Scott is probably one of their first true rookies, especially on the IndyCar side of things. Lots of uh, lots of driver movements in the last four or five days, two since the season finished. Nimsy, mm-hmm. lots of uncertainty. Seabass, uh, Sebastian Bourdais, he's not sure that he's going to continue with AJ Foyt. Um, Simon Pagano is leaving. Uh, Scotty McLaughlin's teammate is lead, leaving Penske for Maya Shank. Uh, Renis VK re-signed as well for uh, for Maya Shank as well, so for his team. So lots going on there. And, of course, um, uh, uh, Grosjean has signed with Andretti. Andretti. Uh, because Ryan Hunter-Ray has retired. And so, so taken over that DHL. DHL, red and yellow rocket, yep. which has been the world of Ryan Hunter-Ray for a very long time. So Indy shaping up next year to be as good, if not better, than this year, Nimsy. It's looking like it's going to be an absolute belter there. But, yeah, congratulations go to Scott McLaughlin there. We should get him on the show. Can you ring him up again? Yeah, I'll see if I can get him on the yeah. show next week or yeah. next couple no, of weeks. No, don't do it next week because I'm at Hamilton Island. Oh. Do it the week after. I want to talk to him. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, a, a decent effort by Scotty Mack, just to wrap it all up. Finished 13th overall in the championship. One podium finish as well, which was at uh, Texas Motor Speedway Texas. Yeah. earlier in the year. So this was when he was still, you know, very much very green around the years. Uh, he gets mm. his first podium within a handful of races. Well, he's, it he's was his first oval. He's his first oval It was race. his first time oval and he got a podium. Absolutely. And he also got Rookie of the Year for the Indy 500. Absolutely. So he's had a fair freak. year. Absolutely. Freak that boy. But um, yeah. congratulations once again to Scott McLaughlin. We'll talk a bit of Formula One in just a moment here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. It is great to have your company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. And remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. Let's get a quick look at Formula One. Oh, oh, Verstappen no, on the inside of Vettel, they no, have touched. Max. That was inevitable. <laughs> I hit the wall. Uh, copy, Max. And yet he didn't, boys. He did, not. he did not. He went from the back of the grid to second, if you don't mind, hey, in a wet two. in a wet street race, if you don't mind. That what that to me is possibly his best drive ever. Stevie J. That was, I reckon that was sublime. It was. It was good. You know, and I'm quick to belt him. So really, that was sublime. Really good decisions. Level-headed driving. Level-headed communication. Yep. Between yep. car and pit and pit and car. Yep. Um, you know, as as it was for obviously um, Lewis and Mercedes, as it was, you know, for Carlos Sainz and, and Ferrari. You know, anyone that finished on that podium. It could have gone any way. Totally. Know? Well, we saw that, didn't we? Absolutely. You With... know, Lando should have won it. But obviously, you know, as the old man always said, and JB will contest to this, that, you know, it's uh, never over till the fat lady sings. So, and, you know, three laps to go. I know it's hard being the pioneer. You know, it's hard being Norris at the front because 
nine times out of ten, you're either going to come in too early or come in too late. You're never going to get it bang on. Yeah. And if he came in, the lap that Lewis was going to come in, I bet you it would have happened the other way. Lewis would have kept going to try to do something different to pass them. Can so, I ask you this? You're the, you're the, uh, of the three of us that do this show, you're the one professional racing driver <laughs> and was for a very long time. How he clearly overrode his team. His team wanted him to pit and he went, no, I'm staying out. How, what, what would have been, if you'd have overrode DJ or whoever your engineer was when you were driving full time, does a driver in that circumstance, I guess is what I'm trying to say, does a driver in that circumstance have the final call or is it in that situation when you're talking a weather interruption, the guys in pit lane that have the radar on their screen, are they the ones that made the call? Because uh, Lewis Lewis wanted to stay out mm. and got overridden by his team and they said, get in here now. Yeah, but they were more assertive to Lewis. I don't think the McLaren guys were. To the seven were. times champion, they were more assertive. Yeah, that's so right. So to that's the new kid, they weren't. I, I think it's a bad situation. Yeah, they make mistakes, you know. It's, been, it's an error, wasn't it? It's an error, absolutely. On both sides. On both sides, they weren't. They, the, if if I was in the in the pit, if I was Norris's engineer, and we could see that rain coming through to turn five, yep. where he went off. Yep. Um, the lap before, so the lap that they actually called him. Yep. It wasn't raining hard there, sure, right? And, sure. and it was, and Norris was right in saying they asked him, "Do you want inters?" And he said, "No." Yes. They didn't say. Get in, we're putting inters on it because yep. this is going to hit. Is that what they should have said? They should, 100% they should have said right, that. Right, right. At the, the last time Norris went through that sector, yeah, sure, it was slippery, but there was no way that it was inters, okay? So it was slicks because the rest of the lap was pretty much dry. Yeah. And they should have said, you know, especially turn 14, 13, 14, 15 before the last few corners, they would have seen that rain hit that area. Sure. And they should have said, Box now. And that's what they say in F1 because pit, sometimes you can get confused with on the radio. They should have said, box now, box, box, box. We are going inters. It yep. is pouring down rain at turn five. Mm. Yep. All right? They should have said that. They should have said that. Get in here, boy. Get in. Yep. But they Absolutely. didn't. They said, what do you think of these? And, and at that point, he said no, which is fair enough. But then after that, he went another lap and it was a bit worse. And then, and then I think with two laps to go, you're thinking, we've we got to run with this now. It's too late. We got yep. to we got to keep going, and we got to hope that the drizzle just stays drizzle. And it yeah, didn't. No, you know what I mean. So caught a lot of guys out. Yeah, absolutely. Big names. So, well, what, so what you're saying, Steve? It's almost like you know he's already gone all in. It's like, well, it's too late now. Yeah, you've crossed that. You've crossed that line. You know, if he was to pit then and come out, he would have been behind Lewis anyway. Sure. So what do you do? You keep blazing on and go. Let's hope. Like the MotoGP at uh, the Red Bull Ring. Remember when uh, yes. it was, I don't know if it was Binder or was, I can't remember who it was. It was an outlier. Yeah. That, that stayed out that on, the, on stayed, the, and he got it. That stayed on the bike. Um, and he literally won the race by three or four seconds. Pretty. You know, on slicks. Pretty, scintil- pretty disappointing for Lando, for that to happen to Lando. Yeah. After a stellar qualifying. He was quick all weekend. Got his first pulse, DBJ. Yep. You never forget your first pole. In the wet conditions. In the wet conditions. What are you giggling in the back oh, there? Oh, <laughs> Where did your mind just go there, uh, Mr. Aminazor? Uh, you never did forget your first Did someone say pole. KFC? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he, look, he was so really quick. End, and and Ricardo too. Ricardo yep. qualified, what, fourth, I think? Yep. Fourth or fifth. And so the McLaren... 
I keep, I keep. Well, the Ricardo thing, they there was a blundered pit stop there where the wheel gun guy didn't press the button. Now, if everyone's wondering, <laughs> oh yeah, why didn't he just take off? Yeah, can't do that. Yeah, actually, no, no, you can, the car won't, won't move no, until the light goes out. That's right. So that's what they've done now, and I think it's a great thing that it's not all automated. Where but it they used did to this, be. Just to give background, Stevie J, they did this because pit stops were coming well under two seconds. And there was a point of danger. Things were going happening too fast. People were getting bowled over, all that kind of stuff. So now you're saying that on the guns, you've got to push a button on the wheel guns. And once all four are done, the light changes and that enables the car then to actually go. So there must be a a radio transmit or some kind of electronic transmission between that green light and the car that until that thing goes green, he simply can't move. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So the wheel gun guy on the right front... Didn't either thought he pushed his button or yep. didn't push his button, yep. or thought he pushed his button but it didn't actually go in and click. Yep. Um, human error. That's that's exactly what cost Ricardo. That's and, and that's we've what, seen it happen a lot. But yeah, that's what we want to see though. Absolutely, too. we want to see some human error because it is a team sport. Yeah. Now, when you come into the pits and it's automated like an iRacing racing game, yeah. <laughs> that's not a team. No. You know, that's just some boffin with a propeller on the top of his hat, spinning some keyboard warrior <laughs> stuff going on with his little like, you know, $40,000 PC uh, making stuff happen, right? But, but we saw this year too. Remember, Stevie, the um, – uh, was it at Sandown this year where – no, no, it was at Darwin where a, a pit stop cost SVG the race. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And that's what – I guess that's what we want to see. But I, I – Every week. I'm sure Shane doesn't. I'm sure Shane and probably <laughs> no. Daniel would probably reject it as well. <laughs> what I do like, though, is that we, I, in the back of my mind, McLaren is still not fast enough, no. and yet they keep proving me wrong. So I'm coming to the point of view that maybe they are fast enough. <laughs> Lando can get on pole, and Danny can get fourth or fifth on the, and on the grid. And Lando fast slap of the race. And Lando had fast, and like near the end of the race, yep. not at the start. Well, Lewis was catching, catching Ooh. seven seconds, six seconds. He got right up to a second. And then Lando just seems to pull out fastest lap of the maybe race. Mc, maybe McLaren's on the way back, boy. Maybe they're here. Maybe that train has just about to stop in the station. Possibly. Let's know isn't, that ta- isn't that tasty for next year with the new 22 rules? And anyone that said Dan Ricciardo was mad moving? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Or as Nimsy would say. Let us know what you think. 0433-98-1116 is the number if you want to get in touch. Excellent start. Uh, 0433-98-1116. You listen to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Oh, he's dead to me, bro. <laughs> this is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Um, let's have a quick little update on the silly season as it stands. Yes. Uh, we'll quickly run through the teams that are pretty much all in stone. Uh, Triple Eight is Triple Eight, Dick Johnson Racing, Erebus, Team 18, Blanchard Racing Team, and Team Sydney. Ooh, goody. Um, are all <laughs> unchanged. <laughs> what <lot>. was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, and then he went, oh, goody. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> oh, yay. Something to look forward Just to. Just in case someone was uh, better hoping. Run, like, better like, run to the merch store for that one. I really hope that my local legend <laughs> shirt doesn't need to be updated by 2022. Um, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> bit harsh. Oh, um, that's harsh. But uh, a couple of teams that uh, have a little line through and a bit question marks on them. We'll start off with Ticket Racing because... 
Only Thomas Randall has been officially locked in to the Let's, forecast. Can we do spot. that last? Okay, we'll can, do that. Can last. we do that last? Because I've got some news. All right, we'll go. We'll, we'll, Dash. we'll start from the back of the grid and work our way up. Uh, MSR, yeah, let's do that. Matt Stone Racing, yep. they're yet to confirm, but we spoke to Matt Stone last week. Yep. He said that he'd like to keep both Zane and uh, Jake there. So we'll pretty much put that, put a tick there, shall we? Yep. Uh, I think so. Do that. Grove Racing, David Reynolds will continue. And it's rumored that uh, young Matthew Payne will be yes. his teammate next year. Had his first run today, I think, in a Super 2 car or yesterday maybe in a yeah, Nissan in an Winton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so my goss on that, the lowdown, the jungle drums, the secret squirrel on that is that they are going to enter Matthew Payne into the final two Super 2 rounds to see where he's at, get his points up, and then hopefully get a dispensation to try and run him in the main game next year beside Dave Reynolds. Mm. Um, then, of course, we've got uh, at Brad Jones Racing, Nick Perkett dropping that massive bombshell uh, that he mm-hmm. will be leaving BJR at the end of the year. Uh, BJR then pretty much before the, the ink was even dry on Nick's uh, announcement, announced that uh, Andre Heimgardner will join its forecast squad. Now, Jack Smith will also stay on at BJR for a third year, whereas the question mark is on Todd Hazelwood and Macaulay Jones. I know it sounds weird to say that there's a question mark on Macaulay Jones, but um. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I yeah, I know that sounds funny because you know he is he is the son, but don't forget Andrew Jones was replaced as well. Mm-hmm. So it does happen within the Jones fraternity. I think that lineup is as you said. I think it's going to be Jack Smith, uh, Andre Hairdryer, uh, Todd Hazelwood, and Macaulay. That's who I think is going to be there. I think in, there is not one driver or the driver who sighed the heaviest sigh of relief in all of that. Uh, team was Todd, Todd Hazelwood. Hazelwood. Yeah. I think the deal with Percat and Heimgartner actually saved Hazelwood there. Oh, I, and on we, a one-year deal, and, I believe. And yes, we love we love Todd. We absolutely we love do. Him. He's a, he's yeah. a good egg. Yeah, but, um, but you're right. It, it probably did. He wasn't it was looking pretty shaky yeah. there. It was. Um, Walking to Andretti United now. Chaz Mostert will obviously remain at WAU. His teammate is yet to be announced, which would be. Making Bryce Forward feel absolutely brilliant in car number two. Nick nah, Perkett. That's all right. Nick Perkett. Bryce Forward, Bryce Forward knows what's going on. Okay. He's uh, been told. Uh, Nick Perkett obviously is being linked to this seat. Uh, yeah. Bryce Take is ex- that to the bank. Bryce Forward is expected yeah. Yeah. to land yep. a drive elsewhere. He is. Mm. And uh, funnily enough, let's go to Tickford Racing and see what's happening uh, in Campbellfield at the. Dun, dun, dun. We're at the end of the show. We've only got about 15 minutes left. And I should probably have held this over for the uh, the Burson off track update. But no, that's okay. I think we'll do it now because we are talking about drivers. So Thomas Randall is obviously confirmed. Cam Waters, he will stay uh, because. Quite... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to warn me when you do that, mate. I've got to turn my ear. Ca- ear Sorry about that. He's going to turn his ear ear down. So they're both in. So. Here are some names, lads, that are uh, – or some, some discussions around Tickford that I think we need to keep an eye on. James Courtney, I believe, is going to race there next year. <laughs> could, be, <laughs> could be, could not be, possibly not, maybe, boost. He may not have the boost money. What? Yep. That may be off somewhere else, let me tell you. Uh, Fullwood is expected to go there. Remember, they're going back to four cars. Yep. And he's, so got, Fullwood, he's got Middies back. He's got Middies electrical money. So I believe he's going there. But if James doesn't go there, you may see the name Jimmy Golding Ooh. at Tickford. Talk about one off the bench. 
<laughs> Look, he has been a boost driver, boost supported driver for a long time. Uh, we know that Peter Adderton, who we're hoping to get on the show in a couple of weeks, Nimsy, mm-hmm. uh, direct from Los Angeles, uh, likes to support young drivers. So I'm hearing that there could be a potential for young Jay Golding, Jimmy, to get back into the main game and possibly with Tickford. Wouldn't um wouldn't like a two car boost? You could almost you could almost recreate the old Pepsi Max uh, the Pepsi Max crew days. Remember? You could do, <laughs> but don't forget that boost is also on Brody Kostecki's car. This is true. Yeah. Uh, but having said all Are of you that, you're trying to say that uh, Peter Addison want to dial it back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not his style, really, is it? But there is potential that some of the partners within Erebus are looking to step up and have a two car team. So whilst Brody will always be, a, well, for the foreseeable future, a boost driver, uh, that also may be a two-car team, but not necessarily um, primarily with boost. boost. Well, yeah. um, it's, it's interesting to mention because on that, Macaulay Jones is also a boost driver. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So he likes he likes the young fellas. So uh, oh. in the sport, so to speak. He's got, a, he's got an that eye for young talent. Yeah, he's got it. Well, no, he doesn't even have an eye for young. There's no way that you can say this without it sounding salubrious. Peter oh, Adderton. shit. Did I say shit? Sorry. Thanks, Larko. <laughs> Good to see you, Larko. Hope you've had a great week. Uh, yes. So, look, he, he likes to support the young and up-and-coming athletes of this country. That's probably the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy could be back. Of course, driving with Team 18, I think, in the Enduros. Yes, uh, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He's so there was, a lot of, there was a lot of discussion going around. And so where would that leave Courtney? Well, he, there's, there's a lot Instagram? of money. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a, All I'll say is that there is a lot of money in solar. EFS solar, yeah. Yeah. So you may see an EFS solar car there and you may see either Forward or Jimmy or Courtney may not be there and you may see Jimmy in there. I think Forward's pretty close to going there. But of course that leaves the question then boys, Jack LeBrock. Well Jack's been shopping. So Jack knows what's going on with his future as well. Uh, A little bit like Forward knows what's going on with his future Mm. at least where he won't be driving next year. We always say this, but how's next year's silly season going to top this one at the moment? Yeah, I no. have no idea. You know, it's just Jet Johnson, Steve cool. Johnson. Yeah, maybe he Wild can throw card. a spanner in the works. Well, and you know what? There's also a little bit of talk about R. Stanaway coming back to potentially do three wild cards in development series. And let's no, not let's not forget. We know he's a good mate of Peter Adderton's as well. Let's not forget uh, these two blokes as well. David Garuso spun out on lap one thanks to a shunt from Anton De Pasquale. <laughs> Correct. That's right. But that also, Nimsy, that also leaves Chris Pither with Coke money. Uh, it leaves Holdsworth out in the breeze as well. So the the chairs, the music's about to stop, and there too ain't many, enough chairs, boys. Too many bottoms, not enough seats. Correct. Maybe they should have more wrecks and so as, we can have more cars. And as we always say, uh, it's Coca-Cola Amatil money. Coca-Cola with, uh, Amatil with his with, Coke money. Yes. yes. Chris Pither as is in, not... As in cola, not cane. Yeah. my little friend! All right, calm down, Crispy. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a quick break and wrap it all up next right here on The Driver's Seat. <laughs>
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Almost time to wrap up here on The Driver's Seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We'll wrap up with a couple of texts here, boys, because you have missed out on ones from Tom in Hobart and Jeffrey in Hamilton Hill. Yes, Tommy. Uh, it was great to see that Mercedes uh, air quotation marks, engine problem they found on Saturday night with Valtteri Bottas didn't didn't affect Max as they had hoped on Sunday. So, yes, the backstory to that, Valtteri Bottas had a power unit change, which, of course, put him halfway down the grid, Stevie J, I think, or three-quarters of the way. I think you've got to go to the back, don't you? you got to go to the back. And mm. there was a lot of discussion that he was going to be running a roadblock for Max uh, for, uh, for, uh, as a roadblock to Max for Lewis being obviously so tight in the championship. But uh, Max was too good. Max just sent it and got him. So uh, yep. I wonder if that was Valtteri just a big F you to the team as he <laughs> leaves. Yeah, he didn't really make it that hard for him. Yeah, did he, he didn't make it that hard at all. Yeah. <laughs> just Put it this way. You, mate. I could have passed Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. One also from uh, Jeffrey in Hamilton Hill. Uh, Jeffrey at Hamilton Hill. Yeah, he is. And and this, of course, goes back to me saying that I didn't think the Adelaide 500 was ever going to return. But Jeff from Hamilton Hill, or Jeffrey, as he's written here, if Adelaide makes a return, my son and I will be so happy that I'll shout all of you boys to as many Big Macs as you can handle. I've got to tell you, I hope you got a deep wallet, Jeffrey, because me and Stevie J, boy, and maybe even Nimsy, to be quite frank, Mm. we can smash a Big Mac. Let me give you the strong tip. So you're going to want to bring a grey ghost along to that little shout, let me tell you, a hundy, because that's what you're going to be spending on Maccas for the big, for the big boys and Nimsy, if I reckon. I, if, I, if I order them without pickles, I can get an extra one at the end. If, we, if you order it without pickles, Nimsy, what is he going to be? He's going to be dead to me. <laughs> you cannot have a Big Mac without pickles. <laughs> Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on, on a sesame, sesame seed, seed bun. bun. I love that this is the rift that, that you guys choose to have over a Big Mac and Pickles. But, uh, <laughs> hey, look, a big thank you to John Bauer for jumping on board the program. Um, and thank you for all the text as well. Matty, yeah, we won't be his, seeing you jump, uh, next jump week. Jump on his YouTube, JB's Track Tips. No, boys, hey, don't call me next Wednesday. I'll be listening Thursday on the podcast, though. Mm. Oh, sh- you shall be judged. I'm going to be on <laughs> Hamilton Island. Pina coladas, sunscreen, all right, shorts, we'll, T-shirts. We'll see you next week. <laughs> It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.